Hi, welcome to Clean Slate with Vicki and Joanna. Every day is a clean slate and a fresh start. Make today the day. All right, welcome to Clean Slate, Wednesday edition. So I am so excited that I met with my functional medicine doctor. Vicki has no idea what I'm about to share. Let me just say off the bat, if you have not done extensive blood work, not like what your regular family doctor does, but I'm talking a full workup of your adrenals, of your hormones. I didn't even know there was a blood test for inflammation, but I did all of that. So I, I'm coming on here, whether you, <laughs> you want to hear it or not, um, I want to share with you what I have learned So I had an hour conversation going over this blood work. So I have a genetic marker for celiac disease. Mm. And I have told my boys that they're going to have to watch that. So as of right now, all of my numbers, um, they checked uh, like four different categories of celiac and gluten sensitivity okay so I'm good I'm good right now but that that switch could flip at any moment right and that's what happened to mine I believe because I had a Hashimoto switch there and it was probably triggered during my big autoimmune flare-up a couple years ago right and it's very low yeah and and so it's just kind of hovering back there in the background and I just have to keep an eye on that yeah so that that's interesting Um, so can you educate me on gluten? Is that bread and crackers? Is it anything with wheat? Yes. Okay. Yes. Rice is not gluten. Okay. Okay. So, you know, those are okay. Potatoes are not gluten. Oh, yeah. So you can still have potatoes. But you. So but my time with bread is gone. Your time with bread is gone. Yeah. And I think more people are uh, probably have gluten sensitivities than they realize. Well, I've always had, um, like all the women in my family, we have always had digestive issues, all of us. Right. Just an unpredictable tummy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you could say, oh, it was related to this time of the month, or, oh, this always happens when I, I travel in the car, or the, it's like there's always been this thing, and I bet you it's this. It's the gluten. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I can't speak for everybody, but I know with, with Hashimoto's, you, it's not like you can have a, one slice of bread and not affect it. You could have a crumb of bread, and it doesn't make a difference. You've, wow. you've had that little bit of gluten, and it does flare up. And I think a lot of this is probably something Ian has going on with his eczema because he flared up again this past week, and he had some dairy, he had some bread, and he had some diet soda. And all of those disrupt your gut health, right. and, and it does affect that. And the problem is, I think that what we, the bread and the crackers that we have or whatever's got gluten in it today is not the same as it was I a agree. long time ago. Yep. So they, it, they treat it with all sorts of things. Right. I mean, we're putting chemicals in our bodies, and I think a lot of it being um, genetically modified that our bodies have not adjusted to it right. and um, they're letting us know right so whenever we have a reaction with our body we need to listen mm-hmm. and it just causes severe inflammation throughout your body I do think that you can make gluten-free bread I think sourdough bread made with a sourdough starter oh. 
does have a little bit of benefit for those who have gluten sensitivities. I personally probably wouldn't do that because I know I have Hashimoto's and I also have a, you know, a very big blood sugar spike when I do eat that. But for someone like Ian, he might be able to have sourdough bread. He could tolerate mm-hmm. it. Well, you know, I used to say I'm not really much of a bread eater, but every time we would go to, say, Longhorn mm-hmm. or um, Texas Roadhouse, I'm like, get me the extra butter because I'm going to eat, you know, uh, two or three of these things. It's and really, really hard. And one thing that I have noticed, and I'm sorry to, to... No, I love that. Is if you go to... I learned this in a, in a book that I read. When you go to a restaurant, they give you bread first. And this actually causes your blood sugar to spike really high. Even if you're a non-diabetic, you're going to spike. It may... For some people, it may just be 20, 30 units but some people could spike you know up to as high as 200 just in not being a diabetic and then after that your body's going to release insulin to cover that spike but it's probably going to overshoot it and then you're going to have a low so by the time you get to dessert to dessert you're hangry and you're wanting that sweetness and it's planned that way and so really you should have the salad first Mm. and then your meal and then you can have the bread or dessert at the end because you would what's the word i'm looking for curb that sugar spike that's right and so the bread and the or the dessert you could have it but you would have it at the end after you had your fiber and your protein and your fat how interesting yeah so i now when i if we go out to eat which has now been rare because i've been preparing everything at home um but i did have a reason to be in the last week or so at a i think it was longhorn and it was like nope no bread just don't even bring it turn Mm -hmm. around (laughs) don't bring it and it's just just say no to those things so i also this is the inflammation Uh, so there were five markers i'm not going to go into all the details because i don't know Um, but three of them were in control one of them was high risk off the chart and basically what my doctor said was that is just a general marker for fat (laughs) okay (laughs) yay okay so yeah i'm kind of off the charts on the fat and uh the other one it's called the mpo and i was in the moderate range close to um being in the high risk and she immediately said, have you ever had like root canals? And I'm like, yes. And she said, we might need to do a saliva test because this one tends to be, she called it dysbiosis, um, some sort of gut or mouth inflammation. So it can be caused from extensive dental work or leaky gut, which I know there's some other things in my lab work that signaled that I do have the leaky gut, which could come from the gluten um, insensitivity uh, or sensitivities. So my next, I did a thyroid panel and I do have Hashimoto's and that is an autoimmune disorder uh, related to the thyroid, as you know. And I said, well, is that reversible? And she said, we could put it in remission but it, it's not, if you have it, you have it. So we could put it in remission. And she said that was about 80% of that immune system is in your gut. And 
she says you have that leaky gut i cannot have anything gluten related and that is how you heal it mm -hmm. that's it so what was your number for hashimoto's uh, antibodies um, i think there's two you can test okay this one here is the anti-tg okay and um it needed to be under 115 and i was at a 130 okay yeah, so that was mine. But interestingly enough, our Dr. Amy podcast, The Thyroid Fixer, she said it needed to be under 20. Yeah, she said if you have anything, any number there whatsoever, I think that's the one, so don't quote me on that, you have Hashimoto's. Mm. And so she just said, look at it as soldiers attacking your thyroid. The, more, the higher that number, the more soldiers you have attacking the thyroid. And they will continue to grow that army right. until you do something about it. So you can decrease that. Yes. And I am on their shakes. Uh, it's very expensive, but it's called GI Restore. Okay. So it's to act as a meal replacement, um, but for 14 servings, it was like $65. And I don't know. So was that $3 a yeah. serving? I, uh, I know. Look, you're drinking your tea. <laughs> <laughs> so you're basically two of those would be the cost of I know. tea. My, my husband's like, are you going to go get your $10 tea? I'm like, it's not $10. <laughs> but, you know, gosh, but yeah, I know it's it would. I've spent a lot of money this on on this journey. But, you know, before I went on air, I'm like, everybody needs to do this. It's like if you need to get a part time job for you know, a month to pay for this, I think it's worth it because diet and exercise, if you're one of those that has tried diet and exercise and you can't move the needle, it's because your hormones are out of whack. And I finally, after my call, I hung up yesterday at 2.08 PM feeling completely redeemed that this makes total sense. I had too many things working against me in my body. Swimming upstream. Right. And that's how I feel I am, too. I'm and just at a roadblock. Like, uh -huh, yeah, there's you nothing. Can't, you can't move. At best, you're treading water. Mm -hmm. You're not getting anywhere. Um, the next test, I this is a hormone panel called DHEA. Are you familiar with that yep. at all? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to be put on supplements for that. Um, she wanted that up around 120. Uh, the range is really wide. So if you have a doctor that doesn't know about this particular supplement or this, this um, mineral that we need in our bodies, and you test in the normal range, which is why a lot of um, family practitioners, they're looking for those that are truly out of the range. But when the range is so wide, the range on this particular DHEA is 35 to 256, and I'm at 98, and she wants you up over 120. Right, so, so there's really more of an optimal number, not just a standard range, a normal range, but you need to be in the optimal range exactly. for your body to be functioning correctly. Exactly. Okay. Now, um, I'm going to skip over some things because, you know, I just various other markers. And so one of the more alarming things was when it came to fatty acids. This is your omega-3 and omega-6. She looked at me and she's like, 
do you eat a lot of fish? And I'm like, I love salmon. Uh, she goes, I can tell you eat salmon. And she goes, how many times a month? I'm like, at least once a week, I'm eating salmon. It is by far my favorite um, seafood to eat. I've moved away from shrimp. I used to be such a shrimp eater. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm getting away from bottom feeders. Right. Um, we talked about that the other day. Yep. I want to get away from that. And, and wild caught. Do not eat the farm-raised food. And please stay away from tilapia. Tilapia is the worst. They tend to have high mercury content and they, uh, this is all sorts of foods can have high mercury content, but uh, that wild caught salmon is, is going to be one of the best. And I was like, doctor's orders, I need more salmon. Um, But the one that was really, and I'm going to butcher the name. Let's see, AA, well, this is initials, AA slash EPA. It was off the chart, and it's basically, um, and another one, the act, I'm not even going to try it. It's the AA. Both of those numbers are off the chart. It's because too many processed foods. Okay. In my diet. Uh, so this is before I, I took this over a month ago. So I'm probably going to have better numbers even today. Right. Can I tell you, for the first time in my life, I ate purely vegetarian yesterday. Hmm. It's just because I didn't, <laughs> I can't have hot dogs. And that was all the meat we had in the right. house. Um, so I have never eaten vegetarian. And I didn't die. <laughs> and it was fine. I was full. That's what's probably been most amazing about this journey is already. I'm already, you know, just a week in and drinking all this water. I have not had the sugar flu. I have not had any sugar whatsoever in a week. Um, the only thing, well, I've had stevia. I, I, that's a derivative, I guess, of sugar. But no sugar. I haven't had coffee. I haven't had that caffeine from that coffee. I will say I've had the teas every week, every day this week, which has been my caffeine. But I have not had all the things that I thought was going to happen. You know, where you felt like you had the flu for three or four days after the sugar withdrawal. I didn't have any of that. So it's good. It's been amazing. And I can really, I can attribute that, I think, to the intake of water. Mm-hmm. is just flooding the system with water and that I think has been the cure-all so um, I am having to add fish oil uh, they're gonna uh, have me on a, a high quality uh, omega-3 so were your omega-3 omega-6 were they low or were they higher than what she normally sees so my omega-6 they want you in range of right around 35 and I was at a 33 so you were pretty close yeah. and I'm sure most people are nowhere near that mark well she was shocked on my omega-3 index um, most people are through the floor like almost at a zero and in range is um you know, between eight and 12 and I'm at a seven. Okay. And so she's still going to get me up higher on that omega three, but she was, she was happy with the seven. Mm -hmm. She's like, most people 
that's when she said, you must eat fish. And I, I'm like, yes, I do. I'd much rather have salmon than a steak. I'll take salmon over anything in yeah. a day. Yeah, it's so good. So then there was this other genetic marker. I don't even know what this is, but it's, it, let me just spell it. It's M-T-H-F-R. It looks like mother. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, when you look at it really fast. Um, so it, basically... It's a mutation in in my genetics, in my makeup, that I have a 60% um, reduction in my cells at the cellular level to convert to energy. So when you feel lethargic, which I feel like actually I've got pretty good energy. There are some days where I will bottom out, but she's like, well, I'm going to put you on this thing and it's going to soar your energy and i'm like that is it <laughs> i can't imagine joanna dean on more energy i am going to be painting everyone's house <laughs> i don't know i'm just gonna i i'm excited though um so this is this particular genetic test tests an enzyme and it's the conversion of the v vitamin vitamin is what she was saying and so this they're putting me on oh this is the thing when you go to the store and this is why i've never gone on vitamins the multivitamin mm -hmm. aisle because first of all there's you know a hundred different brands and there's a thousand different combinations and it's always been so overwhelming to me and then you hear oh they say it's this but it's not and then the fda will say well we're that's not approved so can, don't take that and so i'm like i don't know who to trust i didn't know what i needed for my body and so she said this particular genetic marker helps indicate you know what you need and she said that i need the pre-methylated, and I didn't know what that was. It's a process of, um, for instance, if I go to the regular pharmacy and take their vitamins that they have on the vitamin aisle, most of them are not pre-methylated, meaning um, I don't know how to process it. So that's why it just will run through me and out my body and it does absolutely no good whatsoever. I'm not getting any of the benefits. Just wasted money. It's wasted money. That's what she said. So, of course, the one that I have to get is expensive. But at the same time, I want what works. So, you got to pay for the quality, I believe. So, that's why I'm not getting the mutation that I have on these particular genetic markers is not allowing my body to process it. So I have to get a particular kind. And they said, oh, this is what they said, that this particular genetic marker affects my brain. It's a neurotransmitter that affects memory, the detoxification of my body, and my mood. So my husband might be excited to hear that I might have better mood on this particular vitamin so we'll see all right moving on so i'm going to go to my like um oh my b6 is low so i'm going to mm -hmm. be on that uh and so we'll figure out how much energy this girl will have in a couple of weeks when that comes 
Anyway, so getting on to like your traditional numbers that you would see in in your blood work, you know, they're test, testing your A1C and your cholesterol and all that. So my cholesterol, they wanted under 200. I am at 200. That's what I was. Yeah, 200 mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, last fall was 200 or yes. So my triglycerides off the chain and that really has to do with a fatty diet processed processed foods foods, and that's all gone now i am i am eating 100 percent whole food everything comes from the perimeter of the store i'm not consuming anything in the center of the store nothing i eat now comes from a box nothing and it is all fresh which means i'm pretty much shopping every two or three days just to get fresh things. And you could even hit a, a vegetable stand. I know. And that's where you would get your everything but your protein, right. probably. Right. Or maybe you could get your protein. Some of, Sometimes that's, they have stuff. That's true. That's true. So I'm going to be working on those triglycerides and bringing those down. And those will come down naturally with just the change in diet. Yeah. Well, she looked at my triglycerides and she's like, oh, you're completely insulin resistant. So it's, that's, there's... Well, we, we talked about that. We both probably already knew that. Yeah, we did. We did. There was nothing there. She says that I am not converting my um, thyroid medication properly. So she's taking me off my thyroid medication, and she's putting me on something else that she says your insurance probably won't pay for. It is a prescription. Thing is, you know, my levothyroxine, pennies, I can get a... Uh, three months supply for for pennies I mean it's it's nothing it's laughable it's like it's not even worth the paper it's printed on so but if it's ineffective which I knew because there are times where I have gone on vacation forgotten my thyroid medication and there was zero effect to my body which means it's probably wasn't doing anything and my lab work proves that and then the more more you use it the more it destroys your thyroid just doesn't it stops working that's right because it's like oh um, I don't have to work I don't have to work you've got this but yeah so she's got me on a different thyroid medication I haven't started it yet the pharmacy didn't even have it what is it it's um NP if I heard Mm -hmm. NP thyroid Mm -hmm. yep and so that's going to help the body convert that and so I'm excited I'm excited to try that so this is the other thing this is maybe the controversial thing that I haven't told you yet I am going on a low dose progesterone and um what is that uh, estradol estradol yes yes I'm going to be going on but you now, you can't do one without the you other. You have to do both. You've got to do both. Um, and it, one of them is in a patch. And I've got to alternate it every three days on my abdomen. It's got to go from one side to the other. And then the other one um, is, yeah, she's going to do a low-dose pill on the um, yeah progesterone. But um, I did have to sign a waiver. It gives you all the benefits. And all the risks. What are the What are some of the risks? Did you the, notice? Um, I mean, you don't have to go. No, I've, I've yeah, I won't go through. Well, they want me to obviously get. So I just did a baseline mammogram, mm-hmm. and in the pap, and in fact, they just 
biopsied. <laughs> oh, that's right. That was yeah. a couple of weeks ago. So um, here's some of the, yeah, I brought it all with me. Um, they said some uterine bleeding, fibroid growth, uterine cancer, especially if estrogen is used without progesterone. So all that I'm taking is bioidentical. Um, so it's not this synthetic. It, it, well, it may be synthetic, but I don't know. We're, we're, I'm, I'm going to try it for six months to see. Deep vein uh, thrombosis, um, obviously breast cancer. Uh, they want me to just make sure I'm getting a mammogram every year. And testosterone or DHEA um, could end up with some facial hair, acne, um, but that was, and they said some other potential risks like cramps or headaches or migraines, breast tenderness, weight loss, weight gain, nausea, bloating, So it's kind of like PMS symptoms. Exactly. Is, is all, I mean, something yeah. that you're... But the list of benefits is a mile long, and all of that was fascinating. And I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it for six months and see. And obviously, I don't want breast cancer. Uh, so I I want to just pay very close attention to what's happening. And I just want, this would explain why I am not losing weight, even though I'm doing all the right things. And so getting on, you know, I was told I had a fatty liver by an emergency room doctor when they did that um cat scan mm -hmm. um on my lungs and they're like oh did you know you have a fatty liver i'm like mm, no i didn't but i was excited to see that all of my numbers are in range optimal uh functioning liver which was exciting my glu uh, glucose was 82 i saw that it's perfect i was like what mm -hmm. yeah. i saw that yeah very excited very excited about that she said all of Everything else in my regular, you know, the creatine, the sodium, the potassium, the chloride, all the bilirubin, all of that was in order. And she was excited about that. The only thing that was really off the chart was my insulin, even though so glucose is different from them checking the insulin level. And that would be due to the insulin resistance. Yep. Your body's just pumping out insulin and it's just not working. Yeah. But that changes as well with diet. You can fix that. Yeah. So, so excited. Um, so I've got like three or four things that I'm going to be on um, beginning um, this next week. This next week. Okay. For That's our like so exciting. I so know. the NP is most people, most endocrinologists just give you T4. Right. The NP is T3 and T4. Um, and then they can actually adjust that dose and give them to you separately if they see that it's not working. But I think that does work for a lot of people. And then did they test your testosterone at all? They did. And they said it was good. Oh, that's good. And let's see. What about, um, did they test magnesium? That I need, I don't think so. Um, Wait, let me I was gonna say, The other things I was going to ask you about, magnesium and iodine. I know, gosh, we did. I have heard that podcast three times that you sent me. That was so good. That was amazing. So um, so if you go to the thyroid fixer. Uh, Dr. Amy Horneman. Right. She had a guest on it. It was something like, can you overdose on iodine? What's the name of it? I am about 
to go buy that. I didn't want to interfere with what we were doing mm-hmm. here. Because um, I don't know what this multivitamin does and all that. I want to make sure. Well, I would do every, I mean, I would just stick to what she has right now. And then you can look at that later. But I do think that that can do nothing but improve. I really don't think. I think the conclusion was you really can't overdose on it. That's right. Yeah, they said that you'll occasionally hear somebody say, oh, it'll make you hyper. Instead of hypo, you could be hyper on the thyroid. But um, I, I think that's been discounted as not being accurate. But you're right. I am not seeing anything on magnesium or iodine. Well, you can test those later, and yeah. you can ask her about it. Well, yeah. that's also exciting. Yeah, I am. I'm very excited because she made it sound like once I do these things, all of this will start to regulate my body, and it will do exactly what I'm supposed to do, and that this will. Because this was part of the seven systems. Diet and exercise is like putting tires and gasoline in a car that is a jalopy if there's no engine if there's no transmission if there's no other no oil yeah if there's no oil it doesn't matter that you have four new brand new tires and fresh gasoline in the engine so this is what all of this internal you know checking these numbers getting that blood work done we need to make this machine our bodies optimal The crazy thing is insurance covers none of this. Nope. Nothing. I'm telling you, if insurance doesn't cover it, it typically means it's good for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I'm already, I'm already seeing it. I'm, I'm seeing, nope, we don't cover that. Nope, we don't cover that. Because I don't, I don't understand. I don't, I really don't understand. It, it, to me, it seems like if people are healthy, you don't need the insurance. So insurance can hold onto their money. But they got something going on. With the pharmacy. They have to. They have to have something going on there with the pharmaceutical company because if that was the case, they're still going to get their money. I mean, you're, you know, you're, you're still, they're still getting money from you going to a well visit or whatever. But if they're not getting paid from the drug kickback, mm-hmm. is my guess. That's what I'm thinking. Then, well, I'm not playing the game anymore. And I would love to be so healthy um, unless something catastrophic happens, a car accident, something out of my control. I owe it to myself that if it's in my control to do it Mm -hmm. because let's just I'm just going to lay it out there. I was fully expecting to come back from that my uterine biopsy. I was planning on it being cancer because I've had a couple of scares before and I'm like, I bet you it's cancer. And then I, I started doing research on how I could cure cancer by eating the right foods. And, and I remember coming in, in here going, why don't I just do that anyway? Why do I have to wait for a cancer diagnosis? It's preventative care. It Food is. is medicine. It is. Period. It is. And I, I think... We need to learn that and respect our bodies. And I I had posted something recently like, I am going to apologize to my body for the mistreatment that I have given it all these years. And I am, I'm going to get past the woe is me, I can't have bread anymore. Come on. Like, it's poison. I am slowly poisoning myself and now I'm going to slowly heal myself 
So I just encourage you, if you have ever thought about this, go to a functional medicine doctor. I went to the Atlanta Functional Medicine, uh, Dr. Linda Lee. Uh, she doesn't know why I'm calling her out on this, but um, she's wonderful. She listens. She will run everything and beyond what what you're even probably know about. And she's she's really, really great. And I just highly encourage you to take your body into your own hands and fix it. Mm-hmm. And you have to. I mean, one thing that was alarming to me, which kind of shows you that the food system we have today is the food pyramid oh. is so wrong. And I saw that in the hospital. Yep. I saw them serving me the food in the hospital. Like this is not a diabetic friendly diet. I yep. don't even eat this non-diabetic. Right. And if you look on the ADA website, they still have the food pyramid on there where the base of your food should be majority, um, mostly bread, cereal, rice, pasta. That is the base of the food pyramid. (laughs) And it's so wrong. It is so wrong. It is, it's by design. Mm -hmm. So I I took a video. I was going to make a post on my Instagram. I took a video of me walking into Piedmont Hospital because I took my dad earlier this, this week for a colonoscopy. And you'd be so proud. I packed in my little glass, because I'm not using plastic anymore, in my little glass Tupperware type container, I had raw carrots, organic, raw broccoli, also organic, and hummus. I love hummus. (laughs) It is so good. And you can actually make that as well. I used to make fun of people that ate hummus. (laughs) It's a hippie. (laughs) What, are you going to get some granola? I'm like, I'm not even eating granola now. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) So I am all, I'm eating the hippie food. And it, um, so I took a picture of my food. And then I went to the vending machines at the hospital and it it's like any break room that you see anywhere in a workplace complete junk it had one of those little rotating you know where it would have the ugliest looking sandwiches yes they're kind of scary looking what is that and they're everything's the same color everything's just that that beige color it's like the mcdonald's food yeah Yeah. it's so bad and but i was sitting sitting there just at poison poison at a hospital and here i am eating my raw stuff and i get it it's hard to put raw food in in a in a vending machine but there's got to be a better way we are we are living in the 21st century. There's got to be a better way. And I, I heard this analogy. I know we've been talking about they sell the or yeah the bullets and bandages. I heard this where I'm going to rob your house on a Friday night and sell you a security <laughs> system on Saturday. And that's what they're doing. They're robbing us right in front of our faces robbing us of our health yeah and then selling us the medication to repair it right at a hospital so think about that think about that and we we've got to just take it into our own hand is it hard absolutely 
but is it worth it? <laughs> Ten times, absolutely. I mean, we've, we've got to do it. Got to do it. All right. That's it for Wellness Wednesday. Have a great day. Sometimes we succeed in life. Sometimes we fail. But every day is a clean slate and a fresh opportunity. Make today the day.